Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. The Opinions Matter podcast is brought to you by Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award winning CBD oil. And we would ask you to do us a little favour by supporting our sponsors and visiting their website at greenheartcbd.ie. Now, first off on uh, this edition of Opinions Matter, if you are the parent of a child or a teenager who is on social media, has anything ever happened that has worried you? Have they ever come across something or someone on social media that concerned you? Does it worry you that they're on social media? Is social media, no matter what the site, really safe and a healthy place for uh, a child? And I have a reason for asking this question. It's because Mandy wanted this uh, brought up on our show today. Mandy lives in Knock Lion, and Mandy is a regular listener on the Opinions Matter app. And uh, you can download the Opinions Matter app. I'll get the plug in. Um, wherever you get your apps, be it the Apple App Store or on Google Play, you just search, search for for opinions, Adrian, or opinions, Jeremy, and you'll find it. Anyway, uh, Mandy listens to us on the Opinions Matter app live every day. And here's what she wrote to us. I would love your listeners' advice on this topic. Is it wrong that I won't let my 13-year-old have any social media accounts? She has a phone and a laptop, but she has never been allowed on social media. I feel it's a very dangerous place. Of course, she's angry with me, though, and has been for the last two years uh, to give in because she says she's being made fun of because she's the only one. What should I do? I feel that social media is so dangerous and nothing good can come from it. I know she'll thank me when she's older. Her friends are like phone zombies when they call over, all staring at their phones. Some have been bullied on Instagram as well in the past. And my daughter's best friend also got sent explicit photos on Instagram from a grown man. I told her 16 is time enough. Am I being too strict? And that's from a lady called uh, Mandy. Now, Mandy, thanks very much indeed for getting in contact with us. And by the way, if you want to get in contact with us with anything that you'd like us to talk about on the Opinions Matter podcast, you just send us an email to all Opinions Matter show all one word, at gmail.com, allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com. Anyway, a recent study in the U.S. discovered that 59% of teenagers have been bullied online. Also, more than one in five 12 to 20-year-olds were bullied specifically on Instagram, from fake Instagram accounts that are set up to humiliate a classmate to school gossip pages that spread lies and other embarrassing information, there are so many ways for children to be hurt online. Now, you may have seen during the week that uh, Francis Haugen, who is a former Facebook data scientist, told the U.S. Congress that the social network giants' uh, products, Facebook and Instagram, harm children and divide people. She said the firm's executives refuse to change because they elevate profits over safety and she laid responsibility with all of this on the company's CEO Mark Zuckerberg who by the way has uh, denied that that is the the company's modus operandi. There you are, big words. Now, uh, Jeremy, you're not at that stage in life where your kids are teenagers, where they're looking for social media accounts 
But I can already see that that pressure is going to be intense on you in just maybe three years. Yeah, it's already happened. First yep. of all, about uh, the comments that that whistleblower made about Facebook, she is absolutely bang on. And I will tell you, we run a Facebook page, as you know. You may be uh, listening to the show through our Facebook page. And our Facebook page has about, what, 130,000 of you on it. And I can tell you now, when we put up nice posts about posts about nice things, like trying to raise money, like there's a post up there at the moment trying to raise money for a man who's very, very sick. It gets absolutely no interaction on Facebook. Any nice stories you put up. If I put up a nice story of my cat today, it would get zero, zero traction. Um, But if you put up something negative, if you put up a photograph of a fella kicking a dog to death, it will get huge interaction from Facebook because that's the way Facebook operates. Facebook operates on misery. That's what it does, doesn't it? And it's just, Facebook, first of all, is a cesspit. It's a horrible, horrible cesspit. It's become even worse in the last couple of years since the pandemic. Did you see what I was called on Twitter last night? Oh, I saw it, yeah. You were called a... I ended up having a row on on Twitter with this anti-vaxxer last night, an absolute moron of a woman, and she called me clot boy. Oh, that's what she called And basically (laughs) wished me dead. She she hoped I I die from a a blood clot because Mm. I uh, got the vaccine. And I'm trying to think, I'm able for shit like that at my age around long enough but my children even when they're teenagers i don't want them interacting with the dirt on social media and social media is full of dirt isn't it it's uh, just yep. a filthy filthy rotten scummy place with people there's nothing nice i'm very little nice on social media even I- yeah, it can be used in in yeah. a decent way for example for example i uh, was contacted on facebook the other day from somebody i haven't seen in 30 years yeah okay? that is good yeah and i uh, had a brilliant conversation with her online last night oh. uh, we reconnected oh, oh, uh, we oh. have no just somebody i've no i, I knew 30 years ago you but it was lovely it was to- lovely to hear yeah. from her uh, and she wouldn't have been able to contact me only for social yeah, media. You, you're a grown man. I feel at 60 and 15 years of age, and I don't know how many of you listening to this agree with me, at 15, even 16 and younger, yeah, you are not strong enough to deal with the shit that happens on social media. And as well, certainly not. I have a young daughter. When she is preteen, uh, she will not be going near that Instagram uh, place. I wish her. you well with that when, by the time she gets to that age. But I mean, your job of a parent is to... You, to Children do not control what you do. You control what your children okay, do. Okay, but I'll come back to what uh, this lady, Mandy and Knockline, said. I'm sorry, said. the reason I won't have my daughter on in, on Instagram, uh, number one is because I don't want her looking at those uh, those clones, those puffy-faced, big-lipped, collagen-filled, hair-extension, eyelash-filled women gobshites all over Instagram that are getting fillers done at 15 and 16 years of age. They have their face stretched. I don't want my daughter thinking that that's the normality. Instagram is just full of people who look plastic. So I don't want her on that. I don't want her on Twitter because it's full of... Um, hatred. Hatred. I don't want her on Facebook because Facebook is the dregs of humanity. I mean, it is, isn't it? Literally, Facebook brings out the the sores from the... the or the rats from the sores, doesn't it? There's nothing, there's nothing positive on it for 15 or 16-year-olds. Okay, but there has to be some positives. That's the point. Otherwise, these wouldn't be the most profitable uh, networks in the, in the world. 
Facebook has over three billion users on all its platforms. I don't think most of my friends don't even use it anymore. They very rarely use mm, it. I don't. I don't think that's true. We would love to hear from you on oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six. Please send us a WhatsApp voice note about Mandy's message. And Mandy has a thirteen year old girl, and she has said no. No to social media. You're not having a social media account. She's arguing with her daughter that 16 is time enough. Her daughter is arguing with her that, Mammy, 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 I'm a social pariah because they all have, well, she didn't use those words, but uh, all my friends have social media accounts and I don't. Um, You're being too strict. And she's dealing with uh, this day in and day out. Is this mother right to not be allowing her 13-year-old daughter on social media? Now, Sandra has an opinion on all of this. Hi, guys. It's uh, Sandra here. I do actually totally agree with that um, caller that rang in looking for advice. 13 years of age or any age basically up to the ages of 16 is a little bit dangerous because you see it yourself with social media. Um, if children have phones, as I said in the comments on your Facebook Live, there's nothing stopping them going on to onto social media. And anybody can turn around and say that they are... Um, you know, 13 or whatever, and pretend to talk to that child, and they could be an adult. I've I've actually seen it for myself with um, a close family member. It does actually happen, and it's very, very scary. You know, even if parents are supervising their kids as well, and, you know, it's, it's a scary world out there now. All right, thanks very much indeed, uh, Sandra. It is a scary world out there now, as they say. Uh, let me go to Jess. You're on Opinions Matter. Jess, how are you? Hiya. Well, Jess, is this mammy being too strict in saying you're not going on social media, you're far too young? I wouldn't say it's strict. It's just more so like, if I she just wants to keep her in a little bubble. Like, like I, get, I understand why she's nervous and scared. Like, I, I'm not going to, like, I can't say, like, I'd be the same if I had a, a child but like kids are kids like you tell them not to do something they're going to do it anyway and that was the point that I made just a second ago that if she continues to say no we're not talking about a 7 year old here we're talking about a 13 year old and if she continues to say no it's like parents who are overly strict on alcohol, for example. The kid will want to do it all the more, won't they? Yeah, and then as you said, like, if she's 13, like, she's, she's going to be hitting the teenage years where obviously mom and dad probably don't know any better, so she's probably just going to do her own thing. But like, even if she, like, she could even just sit down with her and say, look, I'm going to let you go on social media, but you're... Just teach her about like the dangers of the first like this is what you do, this is what you're not to do. Do it like one of the they things that I was talking, one of the things that I was talking about earlier on was uh, earlier on in the week was bullying and how you know when I was a young fellow I was badly bullied but at that time thank God we didn't have social media kids especially teenagers are being very badly bullied on on social media aren't you better off protecting them from that and the great thing sorry the great thing about uh well sorry not the great thing about bullying in the 80s or whatever but the advantage of when you were bullied back when we were kids is you were only bullied when you were in school yeah. so as soon as, as soon as you left school it ended it ended the bullying ended please please god and thank god whereas now the bullying could go on 24/7 because people can 
contact you. Everybody is contactable twenty four seven. That's mm. the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. So okay, you're you're saying, um, Jess, that you can understand this mother, but the re- the reality of it is that this teenager is going to be on social media I- I- with mammy's consent or without it. Yeah, like otherwise, like otherwise, it just sounds like sounds like a hell. Well, not helicopter parent, but it just sounds like no, I know better than than you and all that, and that's just. And that is. I, don't know, I think that's just worse. Like, yeah, I think that's the mere definition the of, like, of helicopter oh. parenting. Unfortunately, all right, stay there for one second if you can, please. Uh, Kevin has. 13-year-old twins, so this is exactly the uh, age that we're talking about right now. Let's uh, find out what Kevin's opinion is. Hey, afternoon, lads. How are you doing? It's Kev here. Um, it's funny you mentioned the age 13. My two just turned 13 yesterday. And they got their first small balls um, when they were 12 a year ago. And, my God, <laughs> talk about them, I might as well talk to the wall. But that said, it's a look at a draw. We, we've never banned them from having uh, social media accounts like Facebook or anything because we it's never been asked um, we've done nothing different to what we normally do we've waited as long as we could to not give them a mobile phone um, what they do is they play games constantly on it um, obviously we check to make sure everything's okay um, but just been lucky enough that they just They've just no interest. Um, I just look at a draw, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, I suppose if that woman, she's right, I suppose, as a mother and a parent, that she knows um, the pitfalls behind uh, Facebook and all these accounts and what could potentially happen. And she's being protective like any parent should be. So, yeah, if the, if if her thirteen year old isn't happy with it, then sorry, it's her house, her rules. The way I look at it, and she will uh, grow to or tank her later in life. So she could stick by her guns, in my opinion. Mm. Anyway, have a good weekend, lads. All right, Kev, you. thanks very much indeed. Well, is he right that? Her rules, and she should stick with her rules. So, again, if you've just joined us, we're talking about Mandy, uh, or Mandy's situation. Mandy lives in Loch Lyon, and basically she doesn't allow her daughter to have any social media accounts. It's become a huge point of confrontation in the household, and uh, her daughter is losing her reason with her mammy, and mammy is losing her reason with her daughter. Kevin says she'll thank her in the years to come. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Now, where where are we going now? We're going to Pete. You're on Opinions Matter. Pete, how are you? I'm Grant. Thanks. How are you doing? How are you? Good, thank you, Pete. Uh, well, is this mother right to say absolutely not? You are not having social media until you're 16. Yes, <laughs> completely. Um, my two kids, I've let them have TikTok. That's it. Even then, they, cannot, they only have a certain amount of time on their devices a day anyway. But... You know, I think they need to be older and more mature to understand what social media is. If I think they're old enough to understand, I'll let them have it. But at the age they are now, not at all. And it's up to the mother, really, isn't it? It's her choice. I know, and, and she's made it perfectly clear that she has made that decision, she has made that choice, and she's sticking with it. It doesn't stop her having constant uh, confrontation with her 13-year-old who's basically saying, well, all my friends have it, why can't I? It's one of them, like she said herself, she'll thank, she'll 
the daughter will thank them for her when she when they're older. Do you think they? Do you think she will? Yeah, I mean, when Facebook first came out, everybody was on it. People were having people for the sake of it. You know, you walk past someone from the street, oh, I'll add them to it. But now, when you really realise what it is, it's just advertising. It's just trying to sell you things. And like you say, every story I hear about kids getting bullied nowadays seems to be online and social media. And, so uh, and uh, as Jeremy said a moment ago. Uh, like I said, I was bullied as a, as a teenager. I am glad I grew up then rather than now because at least then you had an escape from school. I was bullied in school. You had an escape from school. You got home and whatever. Now the bullying is um, relentless. That's it. I mean, it's, it's, can you imagine the kids can't chill out at home without people giving... You had the bullying at school yourself. Imagine getting that 24-7. Mm. Okay, so you think that this mother is dead right to say no and she should stick to her guns? Yes, definitely. All right, good to talk to you, Pete. Thanks very much indeed. I just got this message in and this maybe uh, summarizes it all. It says, my daughter is 15 and she developed an eating disorder from using Instagram. She used to put up lots of photos on Instagram and then nasty comments would come in telling her she was overweight and should go on a diet or wear clothes that fit her properly. She now has a full-blown eating disorder because of this. Even when she reported these accounts, nothing was done. And when they were removed, the damage was already done. Thanks for that message. It's a very powerful message, and it really does. Yeah, that says now, it all, doesn't it? Does anybody listening to this uh, podcast and they hear that, and you have a young daughter who is on social media, you should be terrified after hearing. Now, that's not to say that everybody's going to develop an eating disorder because they're called fat on social media. But I presume this girl innocently put up photo. What age is she now? Fifteen. So she's probably thirteen. About now, she shouldn't have been on Instagram. Uh, at 13 years of age, Mammy. What's the Mammy's name, Kira? Yep. She shouldn't have been on Instagram at 13 years of age. So that's partly your... I'm not saying it's your fault she developed an eating disorder. Um, but your job is to parent, and you didn't do very well there. You obviously knew she had an Instagram account, and you, you let her go on with it. But this... but this, A lot of parents don't realise. Uh, you need to... That's ridiculous. That's what... I hate that excuse. Be a bloody parent, uh, for God's sake. Start being a parent. Start taking control. The problem with parents nowadays is they want to be their kids' best friends. No. Okay, but I, I was talking to somebody the other day who was being bullied at 15 and 16 in school. Yeah. Mammy found out about it. Mammy wanted to act upon it. Mammy wanted to do something about it. And the young fella said, no, don't you dare go to the school and tell them I'm being bullied. And what did he do? He just put up with the bullying and wouldn't let his mother act. So she was trying to be a parent. Yeah, but social media isn't only about bullying. It's, it's not just about bullying. But you have that girl there. She's not, that is awful. She's developed an eating disorder because people called her fat on Instagram. I mean, who's, who's at fault here? Why, is it Instagram's fault <sighs> that some people have nasty intent? She, I mean, she, is, she shouldn't have been on Instagram for a start. This uh, is the thing that concerns me about that whistleblower, for example, uh, saying that Facebook and Instagram and so on are re- harming children and dividing people. Yes, they may be, okay? Or, uh, it, it, you know, the fact that they're there is. But that is not ultimately down to the companies. They're not causing the harm. It's the people making those nasty, no, horrible posts are causing the no, harm. No, there's always going to be arseholes, isn't there, who, yes. who will be nasty. And that's my point, that na- you can't... Yes, we, can, that, blame, that, that, we take, can blame the networks to an extent. Yeah. 
However, they are not the ones putting up the nasty shit. But that takes me back to my original point. If you don't want your children getting involved in that stuff, don't let them have a social media account. Okay? All right, let's but there's, fu- no point in, there's, there's no point in trying to um, lock the gate after all the horses have, have left. You know what I mean? If it's too late at that stage, once you give them... Okay, so you obviously believe that this parent is right not yeah. to allow her 13-year-old onto social media and to say to her 13-year-old, I'm sorry, love, this isn't happening until you're 16. Yeah. Because once you let them have a social media account, there's no going back. So there's not, you can't take a social media account off them. Okay, once, well, that's the conversation we're having, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can send us a WhatsApp to 085-825-2626, uh, like Dave just did. Hey lads, um, I had to get my young lad a phone just there in August because uh, in July he was diagnosed type 1 uh, diabetic. Um, so in order for him to get his like, Dexcom sensor, um, we, had to get him a, we had to get him a phone. Um, so it, in his sensor it connects to his phone and then his phone sends alerts to our phones when he goes high or when he goes low. That's the only reason he'd have one. Um, but he's actually he's on WhatsApp now. Um, he's not on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, especially TikTok. Talk actually because that's a cesspit altogether. Um, he's uh, he's on WhatsApp, but he only has about eight people in his uh, in his phone book on his phone, you know. So it's only literally his his nanny and his you know mum and dad and his uncle Ryan, you know, people like that. Like that's all he has. I mean, he just be sending like little kind of you know gifts to them every now and then, you know, because he thinks it's funny. But you know, we understand that like you know he probably shouldn't be kind of not that. But in order for him to actually you know in cases credit or whatever rang out, um, he still have his internet. So, you know, we could contact us if he was somewhere else like that. So, uh, yeah, he's on WhatsApp and uh, he's 11. No, it's not ideal. Only for the diabetes, he wouldn't be on WhatsApp or he wouldn't even have a phone. So, right, look. I know, um, and, uh, I completely get why your son has the mobile phone for monitoring his diabetes and so on. But today's funny little gifts to his granddad or whatever are, um, you know, that's only the start and that's the worry. And I, look, I completely get why your son has the mobile phone. Uh, let me bring in Jordan and get Jordan's opinion. My daughter is probably going to want it in 10 years' time. You have to say no. They don't need it at the age of 13, even 14, 15. They're going to be looking at people who are unrealistic. They could develop mental issues, start calorie counting at that age, etc. etc. So, look, keep it away from it as long as they can. Yes, they might want to you know, look at it on their friends' phones and stuff like that, but at least they don't have it 24-7 at home, before school, during school, after school. Keep it away from them. Yeah, easier said than done. And I know, Jordan, what you said, that uh, you're not going to have to deal with this for another 10 years. But the reality of it is you will have to deal with it at some stage. And in 10 years, that pressure will probably be even more intense. And this this is what I was saying to you, uh, Jeremy, about your young daughter. She's only uh, a a little nipper at the moment. Yeah. well, no, my son wants to be online. My okay, son- but oh, your, your, your daughter at this moment, she's just a little whippersnapper. Yes. And in 10 years' time, that pressure is going to, when she's no longer a whippersnapper, that 
pressure on you as a parent is going to be really intense. You get pressure over lots of things. There's lots of yeah, things. But you haven't had to deal I'm with this the, yet. Yes, you are. You deal with all sorts of pressure from your kids. Can I stay up till 11 o'clock at night? No. Go to bed. Can I have chocolate for dinner? No, you can't have chocolate for dinner. That's the job of a parent. You have to put the foot down. Um, that's that's what it is. Whippersnapper, no whippersnapper. Yeah, age has nothing got to do with it. My son, as no, you know. Well, I remember at one stage when your son, who's how old is he now? Seven. Yeah. Right. I remember when he was a whippersnapper. But he still is. Yeah. Yeah, but he, when he was a really small whippersnapper. Yeah, yeah. You said he will never sit watching an iPad. Don't you gave think in I on ever that. said that. You gave in on that fairly quickly. Don't think the point I'm trying to make is... By the way, I don't think I ever said that. You did say that. You absolutely did. The point... Okay, my son at the moment, uh, he's mad into drawing and arts and crafts and stuff like that. And he watches good. those YouTube videos, yeah? And he knows that we have a YouTube video. So he asked me a couple of weeks ago, can I set up a YouTube video? And I said no. And he pestered me and pestered me and pestered me. And I said no. And he said, why not? There's loads of little American kids that are making money on YouTube. And I said, well, you're not going to be, you're, you're not going to be one of them. And I said, the only way you can set up a YouTube uh, channel is if you make it private. And he says, oh, I have no interest in that. And my fear was... And maybe some of you listening to this podcast will go, oh, I'm being too protective and too helicopter parented. My, my whole thing was, he's a good artist and he does good drawings and he really loves it. But I would hate for him to put some, people are dicks online. Oh, he, and start abusing him. If he put up a picture online that maybe wasn't good and people start commenting, your drawing is crap. You are useless. Jesus, that's rubbish. Mm. Um, or even made comments on his looks or something. social media is just a horrible horrible place I've been saying this for so years so have you said a point blank no you can't have a YouTube no, channel until you're not, 16 he's not having a YouTube channel now and this is and this is an issue that's 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 ongoing okay uh, and he's only 7 he's only 7 but I'm saying I've already put the foot down yeah easier when he's 7 Dave you're on Opinions Matter how are you Dave? Uh, I think that mother's 100% right she, especially, well, it's a 13-year-old girl, yeah? A 13-year-old girl, yeah. Yeah, like, I, and look, social media is bad for everybody, adults included, but for a 13-year-old girl, like, I mean, like, that whistleblower from Facebook, she said it herself, she said Instagram for young teenagers and kids is, like, just as dangerous as, like, cigarettes. Yeah, she you did know, say like, that. They were her exact like, words, actually. Facebook's, Facebook's own research has shown that their product is damaging to not just individuals, but like the whole lot of human society. I mean, Facebook was blamed for the genocide in Myanmar. Um, do you remember all that the yes. ethnic cleansing that yes, went down yes, there a couple yes. of years ago? Um, there's been ethnic cleansing in countries in Africa. It's been you. I mean, here's the thing from where I sit. I'm kind of caught between a rock and a hard place on this one because, yes, the Facebook network has facilitated people spreading hate and all of that. Yeah, not no, that's Facebook, fine. No, no, no. I, I understand that. But however, they are not the ones publishing this hatred, publishing this bullying, it is other people doing that. No, I know that. But see, this is the thing. I mean, I think Facebook, I think social media in general has held a mirror up to to kind of human society and shown us that deep down, give a person, give a lot of people, Mm. like, the barest uh, shred of anonymity, and they just turn into And we become horrible, horrible people. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, like, atomic, like, atomic energy, by its very nature, isn't evil. I mean, it's how the the sun works. Mm. But yet, you can use that to create the most terrible weapons mankind has ever created. Like, 
I'm sorry now, but Facebook, Twitter, all of them, they need to start being regulated either. They, they need to be regulated independently. Because you see, I don't, uh, I don't know, Dave, how you can regulate them, how you can... I don't know how I, I you can stop to, this I, I, freedom of expression, basically, which is what they do. I know, but there's a difference between freedom of expression and using the platform itself for obvious nefarious purposes. Yes, I mean, no, I, 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 I get that. I, I personally, I, I personally, I don't think there's anything they can do. I think the horses bolted. We were just never ready for this technology to begin with, and I, I shudder to think going forward when you know we have the likes of. Um, you know, AR glasses and stuff, and when it can become a lot more, how would you say, um, say when the likes of VR technology and all that get more advanced and cheaper. No, we're in a different world. Absolutely, I agree with you. You and know what I mean? I, I really do think that this, like, this, this stuff was, is a game. Yeah, this was the point that I was making to, to Jeremy. We're in 2021 Ireland. By the time his daughter is a teenager, we'll be up to uh, 2035 yeah, Ireland. But we're all assuming that every single teenager has a social media account, and I don't believe that that's the case. I believe a lot of them have, um, but I don't believe every... And do, do you know what okay, that's, so that's, let me let me read a message that just came in to us from Joanne, and she says, Jeremy, how old is your eldest? Well, I've already uh, answered that question. He's seven, okay. Yeah. As it's not as simple as you think because peer pressure is huge I wish they could all be blocked off social media sites until they're 16 well they can your job as a parent is to block Uh, them off social media sites Uh, that's the point Listen, that's. I would. Were you're you. not good as a teen. Well, you probably weren't, but I was. I was good as a teenager of doing things that I was told not to do. No, I wasn't. In fact, the more I was told not to do something, no, the wasn't. more I wanted to do it. And I don't the more know I if you. Yeah, no, I'm sure you're the same, Dave. Oh yeah, I was a I was a firebug when I was younger. So hmm. here's, you know, my, here's, my, here's my that's point. Here's my point, lads. If I didn't work in the business I work in in the media, I wouldn't be on social media at all. I wouldn't have a social media account because I'll tell you why. I do have friends and I family members who aren't on any social media and they are the happiest people ever they don't have to listen to anti-vax shite they don't have to listen to bullying online they don't have to see photographs of of teenagers uh kicking dogs to death they don't have to see any of that they're completely oblivious i look at someone like my mother um because of her age she has no interest in social media she's not not part of it at all and she lives her life quite happy away from this whole cesspit and it would not be a great way unfortunately to though that cesspit is part of modern life whether you like you it or not you don't have to be part of it if you don't want um, to the, the the few and far between who aren't on social media are exceptional Eddie you're on Opinions Matter how are you? Uh, no, not too bad okay. Eddie you think that the secret to dealing with this whole problem is to make age verification actually verified? Well, it's not a secret, but it, it would help. Like, if a 12-year-old went to go and get a car license, they wouldn't be able to, would they? No, you know absolutely I mean? not. No, they wouldn't. Or um, they could go and open a Facebook account or an Instagram account willy-nilly. Mm. There should be something in place, and there's the technology there that if you open an account on the last date of birth, and you say you were anything to, to pass. There should be something where you have to scan an official document that shows your age, like a passport or something, that you're that age to open said account, and then it gets sent off, and you wait a day or two for a reply to say, yeah, you've been accepted, or no, you haven't. But the and reason and, they won't and do the, that, the, the reality of it is it's actually relatively easy to do that. For example, yeah, I opened... The reason a, they won't do that is because they probably lose worldwide about 2 billion accounts. You know what I mean? Okay, so... 
maybe we have to get to the stage that we force the companies to do that. Is, is that what you mean? Like, and uh, yeah. if that's to happen, then that has to be a worldwide thing. It, this has, it's, yeah, it has it, to be... It has to be a law to every country around the world. Yes, it's, 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 it's like, it's like the deal this week. Tax. It's like the deal this week on corporate tax that was agreed yeah. by 150 countries around the world. Yeah, Everybody has to be in agreement. Yes. But, I, but I tell you, Eddie, and I, I always tell people this story, uh, for those of you um, who are interested in how social media works. Uh, I had a stalker a couple of years ago, Eddie, a fairly serious case uh, of a woman who was terrorising me and my family through social media. And we got the guards involved. Um, and Adrian, you remember how horrific it was. was. Yeah, it was this, awful. This person was threatening to, to kidnap uh, my kids, the whole lot. Like, really, really, really nasty stuff, Eddie. So we got onto the guards and had a detective dealing with the case. The detective, most of this uh, stalking was going on through Twitter. The detective arrived at the headquarters of Twitter in Dublin, okay, Eddie? Yeah. This is a true story, by the way. Arrived at the headquarters. Hello, can I speak to somebody, uh, one of the heads of the department? No problem. Um, This detective who was looking after my case had prints out of all the messages that were sent, all the threatening messages, and said to somebody working in Twitter, um, I want the IP address of this person who's been threatening um, Jeremy Dixon. I want the IP address. I want the email address that's set up. I want to locate this person and arrest that person for a very serious crime. You know what Twitter said? Go on. Fuck off, pretty much. Pardon my French. <laughs> yep, yep. That's really? Yeah. Yep. What they said was, oh, you'll have to go through our American branch, so you'll have to contact the FBI and get the FBI to request, rather than just handing over the stuff. And I remember, I remember the detective ringing me back and telling me about that, and mm. I was like, oh, my God. That is... So, it all needs to be changed. Yeah, they, they like that need to be held accountable. You know, like your own girl that was now has an eating disorder. Imagine that person that was bullying you, Jeremy. Imagine you are socially unstable, yeah, and you. Can I just tell you, there have been cases of young people committing suicide because of the shit that they've uh, put up with. Coco's Law is a law that was brought in here in Ireland because of the death. Okay, sorry. Coco's Law is a law that was brought in in Ireland because of the death of a young woman who was just harassed within inches. Yeah, but sure, nobody was held accountable for the death of that poor young No, family. unfortunately. Not one, not one person. No, so but, um, uh, but luckily, so laws message, have, have been brought in. Anyway, the point that I was about to make uh, where it comes to social media is it is easy for a company like Revolut, for example, to know exactly who you are, oh, they to have a Revolut. full identity yeah. of you. you. They've got your passport. Revolut know what I had for dinner. And they've yeah. got your photograph yeah. to compare it to your passport. So they know that Adrian Kennedy is the Adrian Kennedy Adrian Kennedy says he is. Yeah. And he's this age. And they won't do it. They won't do it. You look at, you look at Twitter. I'm just looking at a, a conversation that I had last night on Twitter. Um, basically, a fellow put up a tweet um, saying that he had just done his last job working in a vaccination centre in Dublin and he wanted to, he was delighted with himself and all that. And I congratulate him, so well done, you're a Mm. hero. And within seconds, all these, and you always know them, no photograph on their profile picture, yeah, no photograph, and just letters and numbers as their surname. Yeah, Ash, 12763, Patriot. And they came out of the woodwork like the rats that they are, like Mm. the sewer rats that they are, and basically abused this man. Now, that's what gets Twitter going. That's so. If everybody, 
is being nice to each other on Twitter, yeah? Oh, Adrian, how are you today? You look lovely today. Oh, thank you, Jeremy. You look lovely too as well. And everybody... That's originally what Instagram was. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the social media companies like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook don't want everybody getting on because if everybody gets on, their traffic goes down and they don't make the money from advertising. They need... They need those troll accounts. They do. They need at Patriot1914 or whatever. They need him on... Uh, to stir the shit to and get people talking. To stir the shit and to call people scumbags and to threaten people and stuff like that. So what's the way around it then? Stay, How do we solve this? You stay off social media. If you, if you don't want to get wet, don't go out in the rain. That's the bottom line, you know? Tom has an opinion on this. Let's bring in Tom. And so I'm just there driving. I just wanted to make a quick point on Adrian's point that, uh, you know, um, it's individuals that's publishing and posting this material up online. At the end of the day, Facebook and the others are responsible for what's up on their platform. It's um, no one else that is responsible other than the person that published it. But obviously, if the person that published it has ill motives, you're not really going to, to sort them out, are you? Um, so Facebook is ultimately responsible for what's up there and ultimately responsible for the effects of it. If they want to allow that type of material up there uh, or for anybody to just publish without verifying their profile, for instance, they have to put in safeguards. That's their responsibility. If they don't want to take that responsibility, then have people verify their profiles. That's the way to do it. That way you're responsible for what you post and you don't need to have a Facebook uh, verified profile explicit. It's just a Facebook knows who you are and they can pass it to the guards. And uh, again, uh, for the life of me, I've never really understood how in this day and age it is so easy, and I just said it a couple of minutes ago, it is so easy to verify a person's identity and location and everything else, and I don't know why they're not forced to do at least that much, at least be able to identify somebody who spreads hate or spreads violent threats or whatever um, for the companies to be able to go, yeah, that's Jeremy Dixon, he lives there, yeah. and that's his PPS number. You see, then again, you get into the other side of things, and I'm just looking at that message again from that mother whose teenage daughter developed an eating disorder from Instagram. Then we get into the whole, and this is a dangerous area, this is of thought police, where we're literally policing people of, because of what they think. I mean... So that girl put up photographs when she was 14, I presume, on her Instagram account, mm. and someone said, you need to lose weight, yeah? Does the person that says that, do they deserve to be locked up for that? Do they deserve to the police banging down their door because they said a girl is overweight? No. Well, what do they deserve? Well, well, no, I suppose it goes back to the original point. If that girl wasn't on Instagram in the first place, she wouldn't have to get she those comments. Have to, and that's not victim blaming. What I'm saying is is that people are only are always going to, to pass comment, aren't they? I know, but it's... Like, I mean, Bob Geldof, for argument's sake, was on the Late Late Show last Friday night. I thought it was a brilliant thing. Bob Geldof, in my mind, he's, a, he's an Irish hero, yeah? And I, I went online halfway through the Late Late Show, and, as usual, Twitter, cesspit, calling him all sorts of horrible names. And this man who's raised millions, millions for, for Africa. We couldn't even walk in his shadows. That man has done so much for... for and then you, have, you go on and you see Angela from Fingus. He's going, he's only a scumbag, he's only a scumbag. And I'm like... Hmm. All right, let's know, just squeeze in one very final... Very frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, let's squeeze in one final message from Bill. 
Eddie's heart's in the right place there until you wake up one morning and the front page of the news is data breach of Facebook and everybody's passports or driver's license is just sold on the internet. Um, we, we can't be given over our passport info or to, to these guys because they prove time and time again they're not trustworthy. There was just the day that they were blacked out there and they're also in the news. There, there was a big data leak, 1.5 billion accounts and all their information um, published on the web from Facebook. You, you, you can't do it. And that's a fair point. Uh, however, I mean, you're talking about da- data breaches, and I uh, opened a Revolut account. I had to upload my passport. I had to upload my photograph. I'm taking a chance in doing all of that, but it's a chance I have to take. In other words, that they could have a data breach, but it's still a chance that I have to take if I want to have uh, a Revolut account. So... What's the difference? I don't really understand what the difference is. Yes, there's a uh, a risk that you may have the, your data breached, but sure, that's a risk with everything that you uh, do. Can anyway. we have a listen? Can we have a listen to Kira's story here? And I want you all to listen to this very, very closely. Okay, turn up the volume on this podcast, and I think Kira sums up in three minutes. Now it's quite long, but she sums up. Probably what this whole conversation has been about for the last one. Hey, lads. Um, yeah, see this whole stalker thing and, and uh, Jeremy saying about people with fake profiles and this, that and the other. Now, I have a friend who is an Instagrammer. She has a lot of followers. And she gets nothing but abuse all the time. And it it, it it fucking irritates me because they don't know her personally. They don't know anything about her. And all these fake pages are always commenting. So obviously I'm her friend and I'll text these people. I've even tried video chatting these people with the fake pages with no profile. And they don't answer. Obviously, they completely shit themselves. Um, I text them, I voice note them, everything. I never get a reply off them. Then eventually they just delete their account. Now there's this thing called Tata Life, right? And it boiled my blood. I've tried going on and creating an account um, using my real name and everything like that. Basically, like you're not allowed on it <laughs> you're not allowed on this on this um tat life page unless you have a fake name and you agree with everybody and and you're basically being a bitch to people you don't know about and like it boiled my blood and half of them on that they call themselves um i don't know bad bitch 23 or you know cupcakes 54 and you know what the worst thing about that is cupcakes 51 to 53 was um was taken already and like oh it just boils my blood when people comment with fake profiles fake names no pictures no anything and it's like grow a fucking set and say it to my face because you wouldn't let your neighbor speak to you like that do you know what i mean if my neighbor said like your neighbor wouldn't even say something smart to you because they'd be shitting up the reaction they get so all these fake profiles they just delete the account and then, you know, go back onto their real account and then, you know, text them out, oh, yeah, your outfit's booly and this, that, and the other. Complete and utter two-faced fucks, if I'm being honest. Sorry for all the bad language, but it, it, it proper irritates me because my friend gets bullied on it so much by these random strangers and, like, they don't even know her. And it's, it's it, that Tattle Life page, it's like a school playground for adult bullies 
who never actually were able to stand up for themselves in school, so now they have to hide behind, like, a fake profile. Sorry, lads, rant over, but them fake profiles do my absolute head in. Don't play me, Kieran. I can hear your absolute uh, and, anger. And that's why I wanted to uh, play Kira's message, just to... That, that summed up exactly what we were talking about. And I've said this, I've been saying this for years. If people had the guts to say to your face on the street what they say to you on social media. Uh, Gary Neville did an interview about a year ago about trolling because uh, he gets awful abuse. Because he, he, again, over stupid things like football, he'll say something about a football team and he'd be, he'd be trolled within an inch of his life. And he said, you know what, Gary? He was talking to, to Gary Lineker. He says, uh, if people said to my face what they've said to me on social media, it'd be like The Purge, be like that movie The Purge. He says, I walk around Manchester on a daily basis. I go to the shops and I go to the supermarket and people come up to me and go, Gary, can I have a photograph with you? Gary, you're great, you're great. He says, in all the years that he's been walking around Manchester, he's never had one bad comment say, said to him. Yet when he goes onto his Instagram or Twitter, it's Gary, you fucking this and you fucking that. And it's the same with myself and Adrian. Myself and Adrian get a torrent a torrent of abuse online anytime we open our mouths. A torrent of abuse. Some horrific stuff. Um, we get called paedophiles all the time. Like stuff. Yeah, like what and, is that? Well, it's someone who abuses children. No, I know what a paedophile is, but what the fuck is that calling somebody a paedophile? It's just a line that people throw out. A nonce. They, they just throw it. It doesn't mean anything. It's noise. But my point is, in all my years, and I've met a lot of people, a lot of people who listen to us over the years, I've never been called anything bad Face to face, because I deck the person. I would literally destroy the person if they said it to my face. Well, I only have once, and that person tried to deck me. If you remember that story, no, but where she would, grabbed me by the throat. That will be for the next podcast. <laughs> Someone grabbed you by the throat. Yeah, I'd say there was a queue. I said it was a queue. <laughs> so they have tickets, do they? Anyway, thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. And we'd like to say a big thank you to our sponsors, Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award winning CBD oil. What's their website? GreenheartCBD.ie Good man. Say it again. GreenheartCBD.ie I'm not a child. You don't have to speak a lot. Well, you, you, you act like one. It's written down in front of you there, for God's now, sake. Thank you. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.